0: Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Oh, Captain, my Captain. I'm telling you straight, to my way or the highway. Oh, command me, Lord. Now you want to get nuts? Come on, let's get nuts. Tell me something, my friend. You ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? I always ask that of all my prey. I just like the sound. I'll have what she's having. You have chosen wisely. It reminds us of all that once was good. And it could be again.
1: Okay. My calculations are correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're gonna see some serious You're listening to the 30 Something Movie Podcast. Classic movies, 30 years in the making. You're listening to the 30 Something Movie Podcast. It is episode number two hundred and forty-seven. We're almost to 250. Almost to 250. Almost 250. Um pull back the curtain a little bit. We already recorded 250. It was good. It was good time. <laughs> um yeah, so uh so that'll be a lot of fun. Can't wait for you guys to hear that. But this is episode number two forty-seven, Drugstore Cowboy. Uh, and I will also pull back the curtain and say I have been humming the song Rhinestone Cowboy mm-hmm. for the last few days, but switching the words to Drugstore Cowboy. Oh, have so, you now? Mm-hmm. So, now yeah, it's been stuck in my head, and I've been doing that, like, nonstop for the last two days now. <laughs> like a drugstore cowboy. <laughs> do, do. Okay. Um, anyway, quick spoiler alert. Um, just We spoil the movies. And as we did with last week's, last week's was Sex, Lies, and Videotape. We said that involves some maybe adult Type topics, not that we ourselves will be vulgar or obscene in any way, but. Or that we're adults. Or that we're adults. We're not, we, we can't really claim that. <laughs> but um, this one obviously deals with drugs. So, again, another one that I, th- I actually think most of our movies this month are maybe a little bit more adultish yeah. in nature. So, uh, if you normally listen in the car with kids, I know we got a few listeners that do that, maybe for these couple episodes, not a good time to listen yeah. in the car with kids. So,. Maybe just hold on to these, listen to them later. Feel free to listen to the uh, 250th with the kids. Yeah. That's, that's all about cartoons, and it's going to be like five hours long that's uh, awesome. when I get done editing it in 2021. 20, um, <laughs> around about the time the new Mortal Kombat movie comes out. Um, so that's just that. So maybe a little bit more adultish in our yeah. conversations this time around. But. Uh, uh, if you haven't left us a review on iTunes, please go ahead and do that. iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. We'd really appreciate it. let lets more people find the show. And uh, it's just a great way to help support the show. Visit our website if you haven't already 30podcast.com or any of the social medias. We are 30podcast on all those Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all that stuff. Uh, so I've got Pat with me.
0: Hey, hey, how you doing, Pat? I'm doing
1: well. Doing well. Uh, I think we're just going to jump on right, jump right on in here and get going. Mm-hmm. On. The only thing that I've got movie news wise is, and this is by the time people are hearing this, it's probably a couple weeks old now at this point. Uh, Penguin and Catwoman are potential villains for the new Batman movie.
0: Oh, exciting! Yeah.
1: So, I, they've had a couple of rumors going around about who's in the running to be Batman. Okay. And uh, I know one of them was Robert Pattinson who was in the Twilight movies as one of the vampires. Okay. So, I don't know. I haven't seen him in a lot of movies. I haven't watched the Twilight movies. I haven't seen him in a lot of movies. So, And these are DCEU I EU movies. I don't know if the DCEU exists anymore. Oh,
0: okay.
1: I don't I don't know what. It, so, we had Justice League and I think this is separate from I think they're I think now I think once the Wonder Woman movie comes out that may be okay. kind of the end so of... So at this point, we're just telling... At this point, I think we're just going whatever direction you want to go. Okay. You so, want to make a Batman movie? Make a Batman you movie. You want to make a Joker movie? You make a Joker movie. You make a Batman movie. You do a Suicide Squad movie. You do Wonder Woman 1984 movie. You, Whatever you want to do.
0: All right.
1: Yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah. Um, you got to <laughs> do what you got to
1: do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's all I got. just saw that out there the other day. All right, so let's jump in the DeLorean and head back in time to 89. This week in 89, from June 12th, roughly, to June 18th, 1989. Uh, June 14th, groundbreaking begins in Minnesota for the Mall of America. Have you ever been to Mall of America? Oh, I've been to the mall. Okay, I've never been there. So is it is it amazing, or is it just... a eh, big mall. A big mall? It's a big okay. mall. Okay, so if you like malls.
0: If you like malls, there you go. Okay. All right, so if you are a mall rat. Then... They have a, an amusement park in there. And... I heard that. Yeah, Camp yeah. Snoopy, they used to call it. I think it okay. might be something else now. But I knew there were some guys, because I went to school right up around there, had a yeah. summer gig. They were in the Camp Snoopy band. So, okay. Yeah. Well, that's cool.
1: Uh, also on June 14th, Nolan Ryan becomes the second pitcher to defeat all 26 Major League Baseball teams. Oh, cool. That's pretty cool. That's uh, I popped this one in here because my family are huge Little House on the Prairie fans. Okay. Uh, June 15th, the actor Victor French dies. He was in Little House on the Prairie and Highway to Heaven. Mm-hmm. Um, he was, and I'm going to completely blank out on his character's name, uh, in Little House, even though we've watched, we've read all the books, and we've watched the entire show, and I'm completely blanking out on what his character's name was, but that's okay, because he's dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mister um, Mr. Mister Edwards. That's what his character's name was. Gotcha. Do you ever watch Little House on the Prairie?
0: Yeah, I watched some Little yeah. House. Now, wasn't Michael Landon also in uh, Highway to Heaven? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, they kind of went together when they when they switched over. To that show, they kind of went together on that one. Um, yeah, he was uh, he was Mr. Edwards. He was the one that was kind of the little bit of the alcoholic, and he kind of he's kind of the rough around the edges guy that would you know teach Laura how to spit and all kinds of other stuff. Okay, and yeah. Um, but yeah, so he died on this day in nineteen or not this day, but he died uh, June of nineteen eighty nine, and then June sixteenth, nineteen eighty nine, Ghostbusters two premieres. All right, we got that one coming up later this year, too. Cool. Top book was The Russia House by Jean Le Carre. And uh, top movie was Star Trek V, The Final Frontier. So it was top movie two weeks in a row. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. And top song was Wind Beneath My Wings by Bette Midler. Do you want to sing some of that? You are the wind
0: beneath my... Well, what did anyone tell you? You are my hero. Yeah. You are the wind beneath my... And I, there you go. I think I'm... Two songs, right? I don't Is, think I'm, so. I'm, I, I think, think a, it's the same song. Know
1: that you're my... I think so. Yeah, yeah, it all works. Is that right? I think so. Man. We're going to go with it. I mean, right, let's go with it. Just I'm get Tanner Gallery to stop it, saying I'm it. I'm not going to question. You know, yeah, go with it. That's fine. Um, all right, so uh, we'll just jump onto the movie here. Drugstore Cowboy is our movie. Came out on the twentieth of October, nineteen eighty nine. Rated R with a runtime of one hour forty one minutes. Directed by Gus Van Sant, who also did My Own Private Idaho, Finding Forrester. Producers were Karen Murphy and Nick Weschler. Uh, Murphy did This is Spinal Tap and Best in Show. Weschler did Requiem for a Dream and Under the Skin. Writers on this one, James Fogel did the novel. He died in 2012. Uh, he Dark Store Cowboy is his only uh, credit. Gus Van Zandt did the screenplay. Uh, he did My Own Private Idaho and even Cowgirls Get the Blues. Uh, Daniel Yost did the screenplay. Uh, he also did Criminal Act. And William S. Burroughs, who did some additional dialogue for the movie and died in 1997, also did something called Naked Lunch. Cinematography by Robert D. Yeoman. He did The Life Aquatic with Steve Zisu, The Grand Budapest Hotel, and Ghostbusters, the 2016 all female version. Music was done by Elliot Goldenthal, who also did Pet Cemetery, Demolition Man, and Alien 3. What are the three shells for? Love that movie. <laughs> he does not I use love, the three shells. He does not use the three shells. Taco Bell. Um, budget for when do we get to do that one? Is that 92? 93. Uh, it's a
0: little bit more. Okay. Do you want to keep it. doing your intros? No? I'll keep doing
1: the intro. You look it up. It's either ninety-two or ninety-three. I think. Um, budget was two point five million. Box office was four point seven million. So reviews on this one. Ninety-three. Ninety-three. Okay. So we got a little bit of time. Uh, reviews on this one. I'm going to work backwards on this one, just kind of like we did last week. So work backwards on this because I'm a little surprised by the critic score. Have you? Did you see this ahead of time?
0: Uh, I've seen the critic score. Okay. And I I can kind of see that. Okay. I, All right. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: so CinemaScore didn't have one for this one. Letterbox gives it a 74%. IMDb gives it a 74%. Uh, the Rotten Tomatoes Audience gives it an 85%. And The Rotten Tomatoes Critics gives it a 100%. Yeah. Okay. Uh, starring Matt Dillon as Bob. He was in There's Something About Mary and the Outsiders. Kelly Lynch was Diane. She was in Roadhouse and Charlie's Angels. Uh, James LaGrosse was Rick he was in The Last Winter and Certain Women Heather Graham played Nadine she was in Austin Powers, The the Spy Who Shagged Me and Boogie Nights Eric Hull was The Druggist he was in My Own Private Idaho and Nowhere Man Max Perlick was David he was in Cliffhanger and Maverick James Rimar was Gentry he was in The Warriors, 48 Hours and The Dream Team Uh, and Grace Zabriskie was Bob's mother she was in Child's Play 2 and Armageddon All right, here's the trailer. We'll be back in just a second.
0: My name is Bob, and this is a picture of me. It was 1971, and me and my friends had just got an apartment in Portland, Oregon. You alone? What'd you think, I brought my rat-faced granny along to hold my hand? That's Rick, my old partner. Every once in a while, we get restless hit the local points of interest.
1: What are you guys been doing? Reading Mickey Spillane or something?
0: You know, it just seems like the other day I was saying it looks like Bobby uses has finally slowed down a little bit, and then, bang, you knock off another pharmacy. Honey, Oh. That's Diane right there. I like Diane. She took a darn good picture, too. Better than in real life.
1: Right out of the clear blue sky, you say you're going to clean up your hand.
0: Diane, I can't do it anymore. I'm going straight, man. We'll try it sometime. It's good for the song. Thing is, no matter how good a rip-off artist you are, sooner or later, you pay the price.
1: So, is this the first time you've seen this movie?
0: Yeah. This is the first time? Okay. Yeah. What'd you think? Well, you know, at first I started watching this movie and, I mean, it was kind of like, you know, basically about a group of anti-heroes, right? I mean, is that the correct use of the term? I sure. mean, they, they were druggies knocking off drugstores.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it was like, okay, well, you know, obviously... Well, I, maybe not an anti-hero then. Because an
1: anti- anti-hero, I still think, is somebody who... Has like, redeeming...
0: Um, well, no, maybe you're right. Yeah, I, thought, I thought anti-hero was like, not just like a misunderstood hero mm-hmm. or a reluctant hero. I always thought I of thought an that... anti-hero as somebody who
1: does things that ultimately turn out to be good, but oh. they have either their motives or their actions are less than heroic.
0: Sort of like the opposite of a tragic Like, hero. like the Punisher. Okay. I
1: think of the Punisher as being an anti-hero. You know, he okay. obviously killing people is not... A, it may work out to be good. Quote, quote fingers good. Sort of like
0: a Deadpool type thing? Yeah.
1: Okay. I, that's what I... But I might be wrong. Like that... Well, as I think about it a little bit more, it might just be that it's a... It's a... Like a protagonist of a story who's not really heroic, but they're still the protagonist.
0: Yeah. I, I, I would. i would, I'll have to look that up. I would err on the side of you being right and me okay. being wrong. I don't know about of, that. But no. let's just say... Uh, no, but I mean, I would. Let's I say mean, we're, would, guess, we're both right. Let's say we're both right. That's well, in any event, they're basically about junkies knocking over drugs. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. They're not good people. Right. And it's it's just about them. And you know, it, it's it, like when you go
1: in to watch the Venom movie or the Punisher movie, you yeah. know that like your main character, uh, this is not really going to be a redeeming person necessarily. Yeah.
0: And, and so you're kind of watching it like, okay, are they going to glorify this or yeah. are they? And then as you go, you, I kind of realized right quick that. Yeah, they're not really glorifying anything. They're just, this is just really disgusting. I mm-hmm. mean, this life, ugh. And they really brought that out. And it just shows kind of the the junkie, you know, you know, someone addicted to drugs and just what they do to get their next fix. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's just, that's, all of life revolves around that. Yeah. Like, their mission in life, their coming together, their alliances with other friends or whatever, it all revolves around getting drugs mm-hmm. and as soon as that goes away like the team splits up you know i mean you know the 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 one gal died in the overdose the other one i don't know what happened to the other dude he kind of just took off and yeah it, you know and his girlfriend they they all just kind of go their separate ways and so yeah i mean well,
1: he's kind of don't they towards the end of the movie don't they say that he's in charge of the gang now yeah, they're like their little group of. Doesn't she say something like, "I'm I'm in Rick's crew now"? Was that or was yeah. that what was that was and him? He, okay, when she when what's her name Diane? When Diane sees Bob yeah. at the end of the movie, and he's like, "Yeah, no, I'm, I'm trying to get clean," and and she's like, "Well, yeah, you know, I, I can't." He's like, "I'm trying to win you back," and and she's like, "No, I'm I'm with I'm with Rick now. I'm like I'm part of Rick's crew." and yeah. Or, I got a new old man, is what she says. I got a new old man. It's, yeah. And Rick's my old man now, and I'm part of his crew. Okay. Yeah, so I think you don't see him again, I don't think, but right. you find out later that he's... That was him. I just And maybe when those two guys show up, you know, because one of them is, um, what's the kid's name? David. Yeah. Right. Um, You know, when they show up and they just beat the crap out of him in mm-hmm. his apartment. Um, I almost kind of got the sense that maybe they were probably working for... For yeah.
0: him too. But, yeah. 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 So they turn on him. So I mean, there's nothing really in the movie. It, it just kind of, I mean, there isn't even that kind of like tongue-in-cheek. Ape we can laugh with him, or mm-hmm. even though he's kind of the bad guy, we're cheering for him. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it's just a really sad story right. about you know people being addicted to drugs, and so I think is 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 pretty powerful in that. And I think they they do it in a non-glorifying way. Mm-hmm. Now the interesting thing is, and I'll zoom all the way ahead to the end. I thought that end became chilling when he gets beat up and he gets put in there. Like, hey Bob, you know, we're, hang in there. You know, hang in there. We're gonna get you to the hospital. And he just kind of sits back. He's like, whatever. You know, mm-hmm. I'm just trying to live my life, stay clean, and all this kind of thing. And then at the very end, he's going, I'm going to the biggest drug store there is, mm-hmm. and he talks about going to the hospital. And I think when you right. fast forward 30 years, and we've got an opioid crisis, mm-hmm. quote unquote, that we we're calling it, and a large problem is the overprescription of opioids or mm-hmm. prescription drug abuse and that's a thing. That line really like that was like whoa, reality check. And yeah. so I don't know that we necessarily knew then, but I mean, you know, that was that was it wasn't just given what we know now. It wasn't just a throwaway line in the mm-hmm. movie. It was it was like I said it was chilling. It was like oh, right. oh, oh my gosh, look what we're look what we're trying to. Do. Look what we've what, look what we've sowed and now what we're reaping because right. of it. It's um yeah so yeah. I, I was I was taken with the movie I don't know that I necessarily want to see it again but I thought it was powerful and I, I could see where the critics are all like man this thing was mm-hmm. you know they were pretty pretty high on it because yeah. of that so is that a pun they were high on it no but it could be okay again I, I wish I thought, I, I, I thought you did that on purpose I, I wish I could have why don't you why don't you just say you did yeah I, I did I, okay I did, yeah <laughs> yes I am <laughs> it
1: was my understanding there would be no man <laughs> that's um, right uh, yeah, no, I first time I'd seen this movie, too. Um, and I, you know, I didn't know what to expect going into it. Um, I think, you know, and originally when I, when I was putting together our list of movies we we're going to be doing this year, this is one of those that I had really not heard of before. Mm-hmm. Um, I, vaguely, I think I had heard of it maybe like in a film class at one point, but um, had not seen it, didn't know anything about it. And I think it's one of those that when we were looking for movies to do, I said I just kind of said to myself, I said, you know what, even if nobody knows what this movie is, it's one of the, like, most critically acclaimed. If it gets a 100%, I think it was a, a four-star rating from Roger Ebert, mm-hmm. like a perfect rating. Um, so I figured, you know what, if, if critics are giving it a 100%, it's at least worth looking at. Um, and, yeah, I, I think the problem that I also ran into was I was a little worried going into this movie. Especially towards the beginning, when you get some of those scenes where they're kind of, you know, spacing out a little bit on the drugs, and you got some weird, quirky stuff going on, filmmaking wise and all that, I was a little worried it was going to start to become like Requiem for a Dream, mm-hmm. the other drug movie that yeah. was was at two thousand, I think it came out two thousand. Um, that had uh, Jared Leto and Jennifer Connelly, and and I actually just watched that movie for the first time. Actually, we, we I think we read in here that it was the same producer okay. for both of these movies, and I just watched that one not too long ago, and that one was kind of rough. Like, mm-hmm. That one was a little rough to watch, and especially because I, you know, I'll, I'll admit it. I, Jennifer Connelly's nice; mm-hmm. she looks nice. Mm-hmm. I don't know her personally, but um, I'll watch movies with her in them. Sure, you know. She's not necessarily Monica Bellucci levels for me, but, mm-hmm. you know, because I know makes your heart go pitter-patter and all that.
0: It's my
1: little heart go pitter-patter.
0: There you go. Um, There's some rough stuff in there with, with, with that, yeah.
1: Uh-huh. So after having watched that one, I was going into this one, and there were things about this movie that at first made me think about the Requiem for a Dream. Yeah. And I was like, oh, God, yeah. this is not going to be. <laughs> is this going to be like that movie, or yeah. am I just watching another one of these You know, here are drug addicts dealing with being drug addicts Mm -hmm. and what they have to go through. And um, so part of me wishes I would have watched this first before watching Requiem for a Dream because there were different. And I know this one came first, you know, by 11 years and, um, you know. Autobiographical, based on the you know the guy that wrote the novel for it, and um, so I wish I would have seen this one first before watching Requiem for a Dream because there were things that were so similar between the two movies mm-hmm. that I kept comparing this one back to Requiem for a Dream, and I kind of wish I had been able to go the other way because right. I think this would be a much better movie to watch first, right. um, and then you don't get that horrible scene at the end with Jennifer Connelly. Yeah. So yeah. Um, but no, I, I thought this movie, I thought it was a great movie. Um, again, not one that I would watch again, necessarily. I've seen it now. I can say I've seen it. Uh, great performances by everybody. I thought all mm-hmm. that was fine. So, you know, I don't have anything necessarily to, to say. I don't have anything to bad bad to say about this movie. No. No ways to bad mouth it or, or anything like that. It was a, you know, it's, it's a lifestyle that obviously is not one I've ever had any kind of a connection to. Um, but, you know, certain aspects of it, it was kind of. The parts that could be kind of played up for a laugh a little bit were their their ways of getting the drugs, like that whole heist setup of you know she's going to fake a seizure and he's going to get behind the mm-hmm. the counter and they're going to be in the getaway car and like some of that stuff was was sufficiently funny without being comedic. Right, um, I felt like and it, it fit well. You know, it's a serious movie, but. You've got these funny moments um, going throughout, and one of the only parts that maybe bothered me just a little bit, but I, I think that that was supposed to be his character. Was um, you know his when, when his wife uh, wanted to enjoy his company in mm-hmm. ways that adults do, um, that he just like all he could think about, all he could talk about was the drugs. Mm-hmm. And I was like, really, really, but maybe because obviously that I've never been addicted to drugs, I've never taken any drugs, so. I don't know, maybe it has a hold on you that makes you... And so maybe that's a a perfect way of portraying that is, you know, you've got a not-too-bad-looking wife here that, you know, wants to enjoy being with you. And all you can think about is your next score and your next whatever you're going to get next.
0: I've heard, I I can't speak from experience, but I've heard from Mm -hmm. people that now we're trying to look at it as like not just a criminal thing, but a a health Mm thing. Situa- you know, a, a yeah. health crisis type of deal. And uh, I've, I've had people describe that. Yeah, you, you, you will rewire your brain. Mm-hmm. And so that, that... And they had the whole scientific explanation for what gets... What synapses do what and which centers of the brain and all that. And it's mm-hmm. like, that's all you really care about. Yeah. You know, and it's... it's so in which case, they, they did that well then. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, it... I've I, I, I never worked... With people that are, you know, I've never worked in a rehab facility. I'm not law enforcement. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I can't speak with any authority other than I've been told by some folks kind of thing. But, yeah, it it seemed to be from my understanding of the situation, it seemed to be a pretty accurate portrayal of that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like the, the movie that we did last week with the Sex, Lies, and Videotapes one, I think, was portraying people with, you know, dysfunctional and, and all that that... I, I was, I thought, if you remember from last week, I was not too happy watching that movie, and I right. didn't like it, and it was, it, it was just kind of boring, and and for that, I just wanted to kind of like, you know, give them the old figurative smack upside the head and say, just grow up. Mm-hmm. Whereas this, you see that I wasn't bored watching this movie. Right. I was repulsed by that lifestyle, but mm-hmm. I, it, but it was. This seems to be a cautionary tale, showing right. you what's out there, and I think. You know, 30 years ago, they were looking at it this way. And now Mm -hmm. 30 years on, it's not just some junkies in the, you know, in the city. And Mm -hmm. it's not just, you know, some thieves and all that. And it just shows how our outlook has changed. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Maybe it has, maybe it hasn't. You know, I mean, back in the day, it was like they've done something illegal, arrest them, throw them in jail, end of story. And now there's a push for, all right, well, you know, we got to get them off drugs. We got to get them into... It, it, it's, a, it's a health problem, mm-hmm. not, not a crime problem. Yeah. So. Yeah. And the crime was really to support the drug habit. Right. I mean, you know, I mean, that's kind of the thing and I don't want to necessarily get into all the politics of what changes how and where, but at least what they were portraying in this movie. They weren't thieves that then started partying and got into drugs. You know, sort of like what you see in Goodfellas. Mm-hmm. Now, this is like, yeah, they fell into drugs, and now it's like, we're going to do whatever we need to, to, you know, to get our fix. I'm sorry, I ran ran out of my train of thought there. But, um, because they weren't even necessarily really good criminals. Mm -hmm. I mean, they weren't really good thieves. I mean, you know, they had to... the one thing at the beginning was a little distraction but that whole thing in the hospital that just just (laughs) when he has the
1: guys walk in on him when he's yeah yeah.
0: like that doesn't go so well yeah yeah
1: Yeah. so Um, yeah so I I don't know that I have too much else uh, too many other things to to say about the movie good movie yeah Uh, good actors great actors Um, you know Matt Dillon did a great job in this movie and I don't you know I don't tend to I don't tend to watch a lot of his movies I've only seen maybe a handful of them Mm -hmm. Um, but You know, I always feel like he's done a really good job in all the ones I have seen. Yeah. All right. Uh, Are you ready for five questions? So. Okay. Well, we got some five questions here.
0: He asks each traveler five questions.
1: It's impossible to answer. Impossible
0: because you don't know the answer.
1: Nobody could answer that question.
0: You've got to ask yourself one question. What are you asking me for? I don't know. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. And may God have mercy on your soul.
1: Our five questions this time around. Uh, five questions, if you haven't listened to us before, loosely based on the movie we're watching or the subject matter of the movie. Uh, so uh, a little bit easier to come up with the five questions this time than it was last week mm-hmm. when our movie was mm-hmm. sex Lies and Videotape*. Mm. Uh, so question number one, favorite movie featuring cowboys? Magnificent
0: Seven. Okay. Does that count? Sure. Well, I mean, those are cowboys. It's Yeah, I mean... Yeah. It's a real loose. I mean, technically, mm-hmm. they're not driving herds of cattle. Well, right, but yeah. So,
1: think think cowboy in like the cultural sense. In the in the, the, word in the most like,
0: right. in the most
1: generic Correct. generalized most generic generalized yes. city folk terms. Because my answer is tombstone. Okay, I was gonna right. Say, all right.
0: So yeah, I guess
1: there are cowboys in that one, but yeah, yeah. I'd well, say, there's a cowboy
0: gang. I'd say mag seven. Okay, um, if it has to be specifically about ranchers. Open range. Okay. If it has to specifically buy about mm-hmm. ranchers. But if not, then I'll just say Magnificent Seven. Okay. Um, I would say,
1: yeah, Tombstone. Tombstone yeah. was definitely my answer. Um, it's probably one of my favorite Westerns ever. Um, you know, and if we're sticking with like Westerns, like, any one of those Tombstone, Unforgiven, um, pff, I don't just pick one. It's It's probably up there. Um, If it's particularly about ranchers, we saw a good one, actually one that we liked. I don't know how popular it is, but it's an Australian one called The Man from Snowy River.
0: I've heard of this. Have you ever seen that one? No, I haven't seen it, but I've heard of this.
1: Um, So, and there's a lot of... I'm trying to think. There's a lot of different scenes in the movie where you have, like, stampedes of wild horses. Mm -hmm. And the way that... I'm trying to remember if this is the movie that has uh, where you have like a shot where it zooms in on like it's a very jerky zooming in on an animal's eye or a person's eye and it's like a dun, dun, dun kind of thing Mm -hmm. uh, where it gets closer and closer and it's like a threatening look. I think that's the original place that – Shot came from. Okay, like, like if you've ever seen that before. I think the Simpsons did it one time. Yeah, uh, with a koala. There was like a koala hanging onto the helicopter. I think yeah, there, escaping Australia. And, um, but there's a whole bunch of other scenes where you have like her- uh, a herd of wild horses stampeding, and and just some different bits and pieces of this movie. I don't know that's a very well known one outside of Australia. Okay, but a lot of other movies have taken from it. visually some of the ways that they filmed. Bits and pieces of that and movie. and Snowy River. Yeah. I want to say I've seen parts of it or I've heard of it. Or... And you know what? It's it's actually not a bad movie for kids. Like okay. We watched it a couple years ago. Cool. It's from 82. Let me look it up real quick. Um, yeah, it's from 1982. And uh, Kirk Douglas is in it. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, it was, it was a good movie. Um, you know, had good music in it. Good story. Um, you know, and not something... I say the kids would have been... We probably watched it two years ago now. So Nora would have been probably six or seven. John would have been ten, Uh nine years old. So Yeah, no, it was pretty good. So if you're ever looking for something to watch with the kids. Um, Question number two, favorite memory related to a dark store? So this was – I don't know if this is kind of a weird question. I, in particular, put this in here because – I have very specific memories of I had an uncle who owned a drugstore, mm-hmm. so I have very specific memories of like going there to get milkshakes and going there okay. and like you know sitting and reading the comic books that he had on the little comic book rack. Yeah. And so where I grew up, like, it was you had the drugstore. Like yeah. you didn't have in some of the you know, some of the towns that I lived in growing up. You know you didn't have a Walmart. You didn't have a CVS. You didn't have you had the family owned drugstore right. that it was there. Do, I'm you I'm have, f- do you have any experience with I'm old? Like old school drugstores, S- soda jerk I, family drugstore type thing. You know,
0: maybe going up and visiting. You know, some of my mom, my mom's relatives, and okay. all that kind of stuff. It's funny. I referred, to, I mentioned a drugstore the other day, and mm-hmm. the kids, my students, all because I told them to get earplugs for the band room. Yeah, because it gets so noisy. I said, you know, seriously, guys, any drugstore, just stop. They all bump. They all go the drugstore. They kind of giggled, and I'm <laughs> like, I wonder if that term is even really used anymore. Probably not. I, went, I bet. You it's probably a pharm- pharmacy. Pharmacy yeah. or whatever you call a, a Walgreens. Yeah. A pharma- CV, well, CVS pharmacy
1: or Walgreens pharmacy. Yeah. I bet pharmacy. it's pharmacy. Yeah.
0: Which is kind of funny that we're, our terminology is mm-hmm. going, and you wonder why that happens. But I, I did. I, I referred to it as yeah, just go to like a you know your local drugstore, mm-hmm. and they're all just like, yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, you said drugs. Yeah, I know exactly, <laughs> yeah. and that's that was the reaction. Uh-huh. Um, no, I'm I i do not I I don't have any specific, like, oh, yeah, when we used to go and hang out at the, you know, that that whole thing. Um, Nothing really. Mm -hmm. Nothing really comes out. But, I mean, I remember referred to as the drugstore. And mm -hmm. I remember going in, especially when we would visit relatives. Yeah. You know, in maybe a smaller town there was. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, All right. Number three,
0: favorite drug-related movie. Probably the Big Lebowski. Okay. I mean, you know, it's not necessarily about. Uh, not about the dr- drugs. It's but drug they, related. They, right. they they feature pretty heavily. So, okay. I mean, That's just like I, Big Lebowski. Your opinion, man. <laughs> Big Lebowski is one of my favorite movies. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I would say that one okay. would be pretty good.
1: I was hovering back and forth between Big Lebowski or um, Pulp Fiction. Ah, oh, yeah. Which is funny because as a younger person trying to watch the movie Pulp Fiction, mm-hmm. the drug overdose scene was yeah. the scene I had to close my eyes. Especially when they would pop yeah. that giant syringe in her chest, and it, even as like a teenager, I could not watch that scene. Like yeah. I had to. When I knew that was coming, I was like, "Nope, nope, hands over eyes, not watching that." Fast forward, get done, yeah, go away. But I used to love it. I used to watch that movie over and over and over again, you know, in high school. All right, question number four. Favorite Matt Dillon role? Well, and I will say for me, off the cuff, maybe because I watched it so often when I was teaching seventh grade, maybe The Outsiders.
0: Yeah, you know what? We're doing he, it for Johnny. Yeah. Doing it for Johnny, man. He, he played Dally, right? Yeah. Okay. Um,
1: so that might be my favorite. I mean, he was funny, and there's something about Mary. Yeah. Um, you know what else is? It? I'm trying to think of what he's been in lately. Um, probably the most recent thing I've seen him in was Wild Things
0: <laughs> back uh, in '98.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, there's something about Mary. Yeah, that one too. So I that's mean, actually probably the most recent thing I've seen him in would be those.
0: I would say um, something about uh, something about Mary. Okay. I mean, I I dig the outsiders too, mm-hmm. but I mean, I oh, he was in Deuce's Wild. Oh, huh. I have not seen that one. Yeah, it's all right. Okay. Wild things, jeez.
1: Yeah, it's um. I remember going to see that movie in high school and not telling my parents what movie I had gone to see. Yeah, I know because that movie. Mm huh. Uh huh. Yeah, I um. Singles. That, that one in th- The Craft. The Craft, well, yeah. The Witches, yeah. Yeah, that was... <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Didn't didn't tell anybody I'd gone to see that one either. Remember that
0: scene in The Matrix when... Uh, spoilers? Yeah. Go for it. When Cypher, like, you know, dupes them all and starts killing. He jumps up on Morpheus. Mm-hmm. Bet you didn't see that one coming, did you? Yeah. That's kind of what I think of with that movie. It's like, uh-huh. whoa. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> didn't uh-huh. see that coming. Nope. Mm-mm. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I'm looking around like Outsiders... You know, I haven't seen, like, texts or any of those kinds mm-hmm. of things. But, yeah, you know, I mean, the Something About, something about Mary was fun. I, as I recall, uh, Deuces Wild was a was a fun movie. Okay. It looks like the ratings didn't agree with me. but okay. You know, no, I, I think it was if I'm remembering that right. I, yeah.
1: Okay. All right. Uh, question number five. Best robbery or getaway scene in a movie?
0: Oh, man. Uh, well... Best getaway scene. Yeah.
1: Um I think I have two for this. Alright, why time. don't you
0: go ahead? Because I got like twelve. Okay. Uh
1: my oh. two. Sorry, <laughs> <That's
0: laughs> right. I just what looked Deuce's as Wild has three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Three percent. Perhaps that wasn't the movie that I was thinking now about. Now I feel like I need but, to go watch it. But you know what?
1: It has it it, a three percent? I don't
0: even think it has who's who who are we talking about again? Matt Dillon. Matt Dillon? Yeah, he's in that.
1: It was on his IMDb. Yeah, that's what I saw, but he's not even listed. Well, maybe he has to be removed from it.
0: Oh, no, he's in there. Okay. Okay. Yeah, all right, perhaps it's not the movie I was thinking (laughs) of. I'll stick with something about Mary. Mary. Now I'm interested to go see it, now that you've said it has a 3%. (laughs) All right, you go ahead and buy your getaway scenes because I got like 12. So I think for mine,
1: um, and I was just, because I could dive really deep into this, and and I could probably have 12 if I really Mm -hmm. sat down and spent a lot of time thinking about it. Um, I just went with like right off the top of my head. What are my what are my favorites? And the two that came up immediately were the entire movie of Baby Driver. Like that's a great mm-hmm. movie.
0: Mm-hmm. I
1: love that movie. Soundtrack is great. All the action is great. The driving is great. The acting yeah. is great. I just I really like that movie. Um, but I think my number one. I got to go with this one just for nostalgia, for everything, for comedic value. I got to go Blues Brothers. Okay i got to go either that entire scene through the city of Chicago yeah. as they're being chased by all the police yeah. or the chase through the shopping mall or pretty yeah. much any getaway or chase yeah. in the entire Blues oh, yeah. Brothers movie, yeah. which, which is the whole movie. Yeah. So, yeah. I, Blues Brothers and Baby Driver, those are my two.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, there's no way I'm going to be able to pare this down. So if we're saying, like, specific bank robbery, I mean, sure. heat. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Heat. I mean, that is... That, that it, was that, up there for me, too. Oh, yeah. my gosh. that That is, that is amazing. Uh, Empire Strikes Back. Yes, Millennium Falcon busting yeah. out of Hoth. I mean, that's, that's fantastic. And then, if you're talking about getaway, I'm gone in sixty seconds. Yeah, bullet. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, now we're into any car chase, right? Movie, right. and I, I don't. I know which that. I figures is your. I figured that's your forte. so so going will be hard for you to narrow down. Yeah, so yeah. I can't. I mean, you know, Ronan. Had a great scene in it. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we want to do that, how about the magnific- or um, Great Escape with McQueen on the bike, yeah, trying bike. to get away from the Nazis, yep. jumping his bike over the border? Yep. I mean, so there's so many like getaway scenes. I'd I'd need to narrow that down because I'm just going to sit here and talk about favorite. That's fine. Chase scenes and all that kind of stuff. I mean the um the the scene in um, uh, what's the one where they drive the minis, the Italian job? Yeah, that mm-hmm. one's fantastic. That's good. Um, so I you know. I think that's. I still have not seen any of the Fast and Furious movies, but I would assume there's some in there. <laughs> Fast and the, they're worth it. Mm-hmm. Th- those are,
1: that, that's quality right there. I, mm-hmm. th- those are fun. If I go back and watch that entire series, are there any that I should just skip, or should I just watch all of them?
0: So here's what you can do you got to see the first one. Right. And the first one is actually. Because that's what I've
1: been thinking is that I should, okay. at some point, I should watch all these movies. Yeah. But are there ones that, like, could
0: I save time by skipping you, ones that are you not. You could good. probably. Okay, one, first one. You gotta watch it. Great. Yeah. Second, typical sequel. Okay. Nothing bad, but it's the typical. They're Mm going to amp up the silly stuff. Sure. They're going to amp up the cars. There's not going to be the... Sure. Okay. Then the third one, the Tokyo Drift. I thought that was fun. That was kind of cool. I mean, there were plenty of like, oh, God, really? Mm -hmm. Like, car guys are probably cringing in their seats when I'm I'm saying this. Then the fourth one, they bring all the originals back, Mm -hmm. and they form the new originals. And then... It's like, wow, the originals are back. But then five, six, what is it? Five, six, seven, are there eight of them? I think there's eight. Five, six, seven, eight. It's like each one keeps getting the bigger. The fate of the Furious. Yeah. There, yeah. Well, it's like, because then five, it's like, we're bringing all the originals back. Mm-hmm. But we're going to add everyone from every movie. So you bring everybody from all the movies. So now you have an ensemble cast of all these characters. Like, so basically characters. it's the Expendables. Right. Yeah. Then the sixth one is like, I think I think it's like, we're going to bring everyone back. We're going to add the rock. Bam, and it's just like, whoa! And then you go to the next one, and it's like bringing everyone back, bringing the back of the the rock back. Mm-hmm going to add Jason Statham. We're going to add Gina Carano. And then Gina Carano and Michelle Rodriguez are going to get into a fight. It's just like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like the next one, what are we going to do? We're going to bring everybody back. We're going to bring The Rock back. We're going to bring Jason Statham mm-hmm. back. And then we're going to make them be on the same team. And then it's just it's just like each time they keep amping up the level of like craziness. So okay. right. I love the movies. I, I won't just, skip them then. I'll, just, I'll, I'll watch through all of them. Hammer through it. Okay. If you survive whatever the heck... Some of the stuff we watch here. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I just need to find the time to barrel through.
1: And I want to rewatch all the Lord of the Rings movies. I need to so, do that too. Yeah. I need After to. After listening to the soundtrack show. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. All right, well I think that's gonna do it for Drugstore Cowboy. You got anything else for Drugstore Cowboy this time? No, it was okay. it was a good movie. Well yeah. we gotta we gotta get away because I know you got places to be. That so places to be to um, see. So uh, yeah, so check out our website, 30podcast.com, at thirty podcast on Twitter. We are thirty podcast in all the different social media spots, Instagram, Facebook, all that other stuff. Uh, our next episodes coming up will be Tango and Cash Woo-hoo! and Roadhouse, and then the fiftieth <laughs> episode. So nice. that'll be a lot of fun. The favorite cartoons of the eighties. So it was. i looking time. forward We've to it. We've already time. recorded it, so I can say with with absolute certainty, it was a good time.
0: And I had to leave early. I'm curious. I right. can't wait to hear everybody's five questions. Yeah. like that was that yeah. was cool. I, that would be cool to hear mm-hmm. their thoughts on all that stuff. So
1: uh, after the fact, did I send you? I texted that picture of that uh, power strip. Yeah, that you could plug it into yeah. your laptop and other stuff. Cool. It was the He-Man sword. Yes, I definitely have the power.
0: That's awesome.
1: Um, all right, so that's going to do it for us this time. Uh, come on back next time for Tango and Cash, then Roadhouse, then the two hundred fiftieth. Thank you for being here, Pat.
0: All right, John. Thank you.
1: All righty. Uh, be excellent to each other. Go watch some good movies, and we will see you back here next time for Tango and Cash.